0: Are you inspired by stories of breaking barriers and defying expectations? I know I certainly am. I also love learning, and today's conversation is a great opportunity for that. Are you familiar with hyperlexia? It was something I had never heard of before I connected with today's guest, and it's something he can share from lived experience. Our guest today is a STEM educator who hasn't let things stand in his way and has been able to embrace his unique talents and perspective and found opportunities to really let them shine. Spoiler alert, he's now living the dream and working for NASA. Jason's story is nothing short of remarkable. So get comfortable because on today's conversation, we're going to inspire you to embrace your unique gifts and find your own stars to reach for. Welcome to The Grit Show, where our focus is growth on purpose. I'm your host, Shauna Rodriguez, and I'm honored to be part of this community as we journey together with our grit intact to learn more about how to thrive and how to get the most out of life. It means a lot that you are here today. As you listen, I encourage you to think of who may appreciate the tidbits of knowledge we are sharing and to take a moment to pass this along to them. Everyone appreciates a friend that thinks of them, and these conversations are meant to be shared and to spark even more connections. Today's guest is Jason Dietrich. He's from the state of Pennsylvania and is a highly motivated, certified STEM educator with more than four years of experience teaching in STEM. He also has hyperlexia, which is a form of autism and something we will learn a bit more about today. He started out as a public school STEM teacher and decided it wasn't the right fit. Last year, he made a pivot and got a job at NASA. He'll be the first to tell you that it wasn't simple, but it's certainly worth it, as he is now at his dream job at the Virginia Space Flight Academy. VASFA is associated with NASA. He never once thought he'd be working at NASA, and now he's ready to dream even bigger. Welcome, Jason. I'm so glad you're here to chat with us today.
1: Hi, Shauna. Thank you so much for having me. It's a huge honor to be here. I really appreciate it.
0: Yes. So start... With the story of what led you to reach beyond your position as a STEM teacher and to reach for your position you have now with VASPA.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's always an interesting and you know motivational story that uh, I like to share. So what happened was, and I'll definitely you know share more about my background a little bit further on. But I remember as a, a teacher, I started teaching STEM uh, a few years ago. I've had more than four years of STEM teaching experience, and I first started teaching in the middle of the COVID nineteen pandemic, which, as I'm sure we can all agree. That was very challenging to say the least. (laughs) So there were a lot of, you know, schedule changes and, you know, we couldn't keep consistent on anything because, you know, we either had to be in person and then all of a sudden go virtual. I mean, it was just a constant back and forth. But despite the COVID-19 pandemic and all the stress that everybody has been through over these last couple of years or so, I like to uh, look at it through a positive lens, and you know what I discovered with the COVID nineteen pandemic was this: as we were getting out of that, I noticed that the overall creativity in school districts was lacking uh, today, unfortunately. And the COVID nineteen pandemic really taught all of us teachers, including myself, to think outside of the box. You know, to try some new things and to really you know, try to step outside of your comfort zone. But then after, you know, COVID, we went back to the status quo where we went back to, you know, just teaching to a standardized test, you know, really just trying to teach to a PSSA. Uh, Since I'm from Pennsylvania, we have PSSA tests that occur over the course of a year. And, you know, I just, I didn't agree with that. You know, I thought that there would have been a little bit more innovation and creativity that would have been ignited. Uh, or, as we like to say at NASA, blasted off for all of us teachers, you know, to do and to pursue. So, as a result of not agreeing with you know teaching to a standardized test, I decided to step outside of my comfort zone, and I discovered uh, the Virginia Space Flight Academy, or VASFA for short, which is a nonprofit organization which is based in Wallops Flight Facility in Virginia, and we do STEM engagement outreach initiatives. So we did a space adventure camp this past summer, which was awesome, and I'm also, you know, working in our year-round online STEM Academy with our other NASA STEM engagement specialist on a video game, game on module. And in relation to my current uh, job, I realized that, you know, with VASFA, I was able to use my creativity in ways that I never even knew I possessed, you know. And uh, what I did was I stepped outside of my comfort zone, I saw the contact information of my executive director. I sent her my resume and my cover letter, and what do you know? I actually got an email response saying that she wanted to talk with me, and through uh, our personal connections, uh, she hired me, which was an absolute unbelievable accomplishment, and it was a huge honor. And you know, through my current work at Vasa, I've been there about just about a year now. I was employed in January of 2023. This past year. But through my work at VASFA, uh, I can really use my creativity in ways that I never even knew I possessed. I'm not just teaching to a test. And at Vasa and NASA, we focus more on the learning growth. We don't focus on grades because grades don't define who you are. And same thing with the state standardized test. There's a lot more that defines who you are. So, In relation to that, you know, we really got everyone exposed to important aspects of our space adventure camp and through our year-round online STEM academy that has really helped to increase STEM motivation over the last several years. And this year was our 25th anniversary of us being in existence. So it was definitely a very impactful year and we're dreaming even bigger as a result of this anniversary.
0: That is so exciting. It's kind of refreshing and interesting to learn that NASA, when people think of that as being some of our smartest, most talented, most accomplished Americans who are part of you know, learning about space and the last frontier and all this type of stuff, that that's the place telling us that it's not tests, it's not grades, it's not this place of this little box, that this is all about outside-of-the-box thinking. And that STEM, that science, technology, engineering, math, it's more than that, that creativity is part of this. So it's really exciting to hear that that's kind of the philosophy you're approaching things and that you found your connection there.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I was going to say, you know, Shauna too, something else I wanted to say, you know, as well is anybody can work at NASA. That is definitely a message that Mm -hmm. I wanted to emphasize and spread awareness on. You know, NASA is not just made up of, you know, uh, engineers uh, such as like aerospace engineers or electrical engineers, but there are educators, there are astronauts there are, you know, secretaries, even, you know, human resources as well. We have people who work in, you know, human resources that work within NASA. So there's an opportunity for you. As long as you like to dream big, that is something that I like to envision and, you know, spread awareness on. And as long as like you are creative, then NASA is for you. And, you know, the four C's that I typically value that have enabled me to get towards my dream job was this. Uh, Number one, you have to be caring, you have to like what you do, and, you know, you have to, you know, care for the subject matter. You also have to be compassionate because when you're working with students, you know, I'm working with students in K through 12, but I'm also, you know, going to be working with, you know, other educators and other of our aerospace adult partners as well. So, but everybody learns in different ways and at different rates. So, you, you have to be considerate of that approach. So, that's why being compassionate is key. And you also have to be a great communicator because you have to advocate for yourself. You have to go for it. You know, if you get something inside of your head and your imagination, you need to take advantage of that. So as long as you have those three things, which then leads into the final thing of being creative, then NASA is the place for you. So for any of your viewers that are listening, don't get discouraged if you think that, uh, number one, someone tells you that, no, you can't work at NASA or the job that you currently do is not suited for NASA, Of course it is. In relation to whatever skill set or talent that you bring, we are made up of world-class, you know, scientists, teachers, and like educators that really want to dare the mighty things and explore the unknown. And we want you to do it with us.
0: That is so exciting. And help me understand because you don't live in Virginia. So can you tell us more about how that works?
1: Yeah, so I am currently based in Pennsylvania, and I'm about 45 minutes uh, northwest of Philadelphia, for those of you that know uh, where Philadelphia is. So uh, what happened was, was as I got hired at the Virginia Space Flight Academy in this past January, what happened was, was I started working remotely. And what happened was, was in collaboration with my executive director, I started based on my job as getting hired as the assistant camp director. And then later I got promoted to camp director and operations manager. I was responsible for coordinating our space adventure camp. So what I did was I collaborated with many of our different aerospace partners and I coordinated tours that we went on over the course of the summer. And I also coordinated meals with all of our different vendors that was associated with breakfast, lunch, and dinner as well to make sure that it would all fit in relation to our schedule for the summer. Now, our space adventure camp is six weeks. So there are six different weeks that students can attend, and weeks one through four are our base camp where we teach students the overall concepts of rocketry, coding, robotics and then also even drones and many other stem subjects as well but again it's all hands-on learning we again don't focus on the grades we focus on the learning growth and we focus on student opportunities to build collaboration and work as a team so in relation to that what later went on was was through collaboration with our local vendors all of our campers also got to see all the different cool aerospace agencies that exist on Wallops Island. That's where the Virginia Space Flight Academy is. It's located at Wallops Flight Facility, and it's probably 15 minutes away from Chincoteague Island. And for those of you viewers that are listening and like the horses, Chincoteague is definitely a place to go because every single summer they host a horse event where the horses get to swim in the water. And it's really cool. I I would highly check it out uh, if you're really into horses. But it was, you know, through that work, all of our students, you know, got exposed to what STEM means, but they also got to see that this is an area that they could pursue. So, and, you know, with COVID, with being isolated for as long as we were, it was nice to bring them back in because that's what enabled friendships to continue. And with STEM, you've got to be in person. It's a little bit difficult to work remotely. So because collaboration and teamwork are essential to achieve some of the biggest challenges uh, that we have for today. But thanks to that, you know, work, A lot of students were thrilled that they went to the Space Adventure Camp. We even got to see a rocket launch during our final week of camp, which was beyond amazing. Thanks to that, this is what brings them back over the course of every year. They get to ask all the time, why do you come back to camp? You're taught the same exact curriculum. You go on the same exact tours. And the response is very common. They say it's the community, and the community makes all the difference.
0: Yes. And so then you go to Virginia then for six weeks in the summer, but the rest of the time you're able to work from home.
1: Yes. Yeah. I actually went down there early June, uh, this past June, and then we wrapped up our final week of our space adventure camp in early August. And our last two weeks of our camp are the advanced camps. So we do like much deeper dive in our week five camp on concepts associated with rocketry And then our final week of camp, we take a deeper dive into coding and robotics. So weeks one through four is our base camp where you get exposed to all of the different STEM concepts. But our final two weeks of camp, those students have had, you know, more experience in relation to rocketry or coding and robotics. It's so much fun.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. So we mentioned the fact that you have hyperlexia, which is not something I'm as familiar with. And so people have heard of autism. Can you tell us more about that and your diagnosis and how that's contributed to your skills and what you're offering, how that's been useful for you and the work you've done?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Shauna. So in relation to hyperlexia, I was diagnosed with it when I was five years old. And uh, hyperlexia, For those of uh, your viewers that might not be as familiar with uh, what that is, hyperlexia is a form of autism where autism is like, if I made like a little cloud or something structure, Uh, hyperlexia is one of the branches associated with autism. And hyperlexia involves someone that can read at a very high level, but yet struggles with reading comprehension. So when I was in kindergarten, I could read equivalent to a fifth grader. And, you know, my parents were just blown away. They were like, wow, he's just reading all of these, you know, big words that a kindergartner oftentimes would struggle with. But the thing was, was whenever they asked me if he can read the way that he does, he might be able to comprehend what he was reading. So they later then asked me this question, you know, hey, Jason, what does this particular big word mean? And I would respond by saying, uh, I don't know. So even though I was able to read at such a high level, I couldn't comprehend what I was reading. And unfortunately, over the course of my early experiences in elementary school, I had teachers who were not very supportive of my skill sets and abilities. They never showed a lot of enthusiasm or interest. And as a result, I struggled mentally, emotionally, academically, and even physically at times uh, in the classroom. I even, Shauna, had a teacher, I remember, write a completely wrong evaluation about my skill sets and my abilities. That, you know, when I transitioned on to middle school, my middle school teachers and even my learning support teacher, they were like, who is this kid? This isn't Jason at all. They just wrote about an entirely different kid here. We don't know who this kid is. So, as a result of my experiences in elementary school, even though I struggled, I knew I had to work twice as hard to overcome my struggle with reading comprehension. And it was in my middle school teacher, Shauna, that enabled me to walk on cloud nine because they saw my struggles. And what they actually helped me to discover with hyperlexia was, was even though I struggled with reading comprehension and also You know, making friends at first, they helped me to see it as a very tiny thing. And they actually helped me to discover that hyperlexia has many hidden talents that I never even knew I possessed. And they helped me to discover that hyperlexia is a superpower. And they helped me to see hyperlexia as me having a special ability, not a disability. And that's what we as a society need to start understanding. And recognizing based on my current work, you know, at NASA, I'm trying to help people to see and recognize that someone doesn't have a disability, they have a special ability. So this is negative. We got to stop judging people just because they have a disability, just like I was judged in elementary school. There's a lot more that comes with that. But, you know, thanks to my middle school teachers, they really ignited the spark inside of my head. And with me getting introduced to like astronomy, earth science, and also chemistry, that ignited me to blast off to new heights. And that's what enabled me to pursue STEM. And it allowed me to see, too, that STEM provides multiple different highways of opportunity.
0: Definitely. And I love that you found like this creative... Avenue as well, and your and your later life pursuit, so that you're full of discovering new ways you can see yourself and new ways that you can bring that to other kids and them being able to see their abilities and everything they have to offer too.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Shauna. As I've said previously, you know every student or you know every individual that is on planet Earth has a unique talent and a unique gift. Uh, that needs to be recognized and it needs to be showcased. So I am someone who wants to go to the next level and really build relationships with others. That is also key based on my work at the Virginia Space Flight Academy, which is associated with NASA. We build relationships with each other. And that's why we have such a strong community and such a strong outreach. I mean, VASFA was even nominated as of right now to be one of the top rated nonprofit organizations for the year 2023. So that is a very high and distinct honor, but that showcases, you know, the positive work that we do. And that is something that we are trying to pass down to many generations and beyond.
0: That is so exciting. I'm so glad that you connected with that. And as much as you know, COVID was a challenging time to be a teacher, it really sounds like it helped you discover that you needed to have something that connected better with students, that brought out the things that are important to you, and it helped motivate you to find that.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, Shauna, too, in relation to COVID, I think a lot of people, despite the negativity that there was with it, they saw it as an opportunity to take a risk and to, you know, step outside their comfort zone as well. And you know, a lot of people over the course of these last few years, they resigned from their jobs. They called it uh, the great resignation because people saw Covid as an opportunity to break from the norm and to try something new because there were some businesses that went out of business. Some lost, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Some lost millions, some even lost billions of dollars as a result of the shutdown. So as a result of a business closing, they needed to do something else. Well, what they did was, was COVID really helped all of us to recognize that you know it's okay to slow down. We definitely need to slow down and spend time by yourself, uh, which is something I often did when I had hyperlexia in elementary school. And it allowed us to, you know, get to know who we are and what our skill sets are. And that's what made people uh, take the leap of faith, just like what I did, and look at where I am now. And as a result, I'm dreaming even bigger now.
0: Yes. Find the right fit. Find the thing that's going to be what's going to bring you joy and make you best contribute with the the skills that you do have so that's so exciting I love that I definitely want to hear I know that you have some ways for us to to better connect and some links and stuff like that the one thing we do talk about each of our episodes because we definitely want folks to figure out we call it self-maintenance because self care can sometimes sound a little bit like pampering versus like maintenance of a car, something we all require. But what do you do on a regular basis that really takes care of yourself and nurtures you and makes it so you can show up and be your best self? What are some things you do?
1: Yeah, that's a wonderful question, Shauna. And uh, I do these couple of things that really help me to, you know, relax and unwind and then get back towards my passion for space and space exploration. One of the things I like to do is I like to meditate. So what I do is I usually go into my bedroom and usually for like 20 to 30 minutes a day, what I like to do is I just like to zone out. I just like to close my eyes. Uh, That really helps my mind to slow down. And that also, you know, encourages me to just take a break from everything that might have happened, you know, during the day. And it doesn't matter whether it's a good day or a bad day. I do it Every single day, every which way. So, that is definitely something that I encourage uh, for anybody who might have anxiety or still battling mental health issues as a result of the COVID 19 pandemic to start doing. So, I found that to be very helpful. I also like to listen to music as well in my bedroom as well. I like to put on, you know, some great tunes and to just take my mind in a totally different direction. I'm a big jazz guy. So, I like listening to artists like Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin. I know those are old musicians, but those are some of my favorite voices. So that is something that I like to do. And also, another thing that I like to help myself to relax even further is to golf. I've golfed since I was five years old, and I love being outside, and it's a nice way to be outside in nature. And even though golf can be a Frustrating sometimes. It's a big mental game. I hit some good shots, but then I also hit some bad shots. A Couple times, uh, my father, my brother, and I would like hit a snack stand at a golf course, and you know those four people had to duck. But despite all of that, golf is a nice way to uh, get into the groove. You have to swing a smooth swing, and it just enables you to enjoy nature and to see wildlife at its finest. So. Those are definitely, you know, some things that I like to do. And that's what helps me to get my mind back on track. So that way I can continue to motivate, inspire, and engage the next generation in STEM.
0: That's awesome. And golf is one of those sports and activities that you have to be fully present to be able to do. And that's really good for you to have that opportunity to be fully present. And it takes a while to play a game of golf. So you get that time away from everything else. So definitely, those are all great things.
1: Yeah, and I was going to say, you know, with golf, it's nice if you play by yourself or if you play with a group too. That definitely helps. It doesn't matter which. I know some people who don't have the patience for it, which is you no know, totally fine. Uh, I get it at times. If you get behind someone or group that is very very slow, I can understand that at times. But it's just nice to get outside, and you definitely should. Whether it's like cold out or whether it's you know warm out it's just nice to get that breath of fresh air because that really helps you to uh, like refocus and like take a break.
0: Yes, definitely. And so for folks that are interested in learning more about you and about what you do, like talk to us about how to connect better to you and to VASFA and and those pieces.
1: Absolutely. Well, uh, and Shauna, what I'll definitely do, I'll make sure to, you know, provide those links uh, to you and your viewers for your show notes. So, Uh, For any uh, viewers that are listening and want to explore more about VASFA, what you can do is is you can go to this following website. It's www.vasfa.org. Again, it is www.vasfa.org. And you will actually get to see Virginia Space Flight Academy's website. It's a beautiful website, by the way. And what you can do is, is you can check out these following programs. So if you go to a programs tab, you'll be able to see there is a space adventure camp tab where you'll be able to see like some pictures and even get a description in terms of, you know, what happens at our space adventure camp, including how each week of camp works you know what's the kind of instruction or the featured academics that are taking place if you attend a particular weeks of camp now our registration is currently closed at this time but registration will reopen again back in this upcoming january of 2024 so uh, but it does sell pretty quickly so you know if you see that registration is open for the virginia space Flight Academy. You need to register right away because after a couple of days, once registration was open, we were 75, 80% full. And, you know, we had students come from 25 states in the United States to our camp.
0: That's exciting. Yes. Do you have an exact date in January when it opens?
1: Uh, I don't actually know off the top of my head what the exact date is right now, but I know it's like early January. It's like the, I want to say the first or second week of January.
0: Okay. So folks, right after Christmas, start paying attention to that as soon as the New Year gets here, huh?
1: Oh, absolutely. You guys can do as well as as you can sign up for our newsletter. Uh, We have well over 2,000 subscribers where you'll be able to see all of the cool STEM activities that we are doing, as well as learn about opportunities to get involved We also have our year-round online STEM Academy as well, where again, I am teaching uh, currently with our other NASA STEM engagement specialist, our video game game on module. Uh, And as we like to say with video game design, don't just play games, make them. So It's a very cool way through our year-round STEM Academy to, you know, again, not only take a break from school, but again, we focus on the learning growth, not grades. And we have shown that that really helps to build even more relationships. So please definitely check out our STEM Academy and read more about our video game Game On module, including other modules that are being offered.
0: What age group is that for?
1: Oh, uh, that's a good question. So, our year-round online STEM academy that is for students in grades second through eighth grade, and then our Space Adventure Camp is offered for students in ages eleven through sixteen, and they're primarily grades fifth through tenth. So, we definitely have you know a wide variety of age groups uh, that can you know certainly sign up, and even if you exceed the age limit for our Space Adventure Camp. Please come back as a camp counselor because I was the camp operations manager this past summer, and it was just a truly incredible experience to get exposed to a NASA base. And finally, too, what you can also do is is we do ask for donations. Since it's our 25th year anniversary, we are looking to raise uh, close to $25,000, if not more as a result of our 25th year anniversary. And we're looking for partners as well. We wanna look for like-minded STEM corporations, businesses and other nonprofits, even schools as well that want to partner with us to help promote STEM engagement. Because again, there's an opportunity for everyone. So there are many different ways that you can check out the Virginia Space Flight Academy and get involved even further. And I will continue my work remotely over the course of this year and into next year, but our organization is growing and it will continue to, but we definitely need your help and your support.
0: That's exciting. It's really exciting the way that you're able to get the word out about all of this and get people excited, especially through your journey that you've had to even come to this program and to this work. That's fabulous. So as we wrap up the episode, we usually offer folks what we call our grit wit, which is something that they can kind of take from this. And I think that your experience of kind of reexamining and taking your step away from teaching at the school that wasn't working for you and and taking this leap to work for, for NASA and for VASPA to have this adventure. Like, what do you think folks should be doing if they are in this place where they're not satisfied with their current work? Like, what were the thoughts that you had in your way of kind of looking at things before you made that change? What can people do to kind of make this kind of shift if they're looking for it?
1: Yeah, that's a wonderful question, Shauna. And I would say, you know, for anybody who is having like any doubts with themselves, one of the big things that I have learned over the course of my lifetime, and I've actually learned from TV producer and, you know, presenter and motivational speaker, Steve Harvey, uh, was this, your imagination is everything. And, you know, as Albert Einstein said, Your imagination is the preview to life's coming attractions. And, you know, if you think about that, that's a really true statement. And the person who's putting in your thoughts inside of your head and inside your imagination, that is God because whatever your imaginations you are currently thinking about right now if you're thinking about running a business if you are thinking about buying a second home or a summer home if you're thinking about you know working at NASA like what I'm doing that's what he has planned for you and that is something that you should do and you should go for it and if you're a little bit concerned with money or you're a little hesitant you know with money Sometimes you have to take that leap of faith. You have to go for it. Steve Harvey, one of my you know favorite idols, he said that over the course of getting to his career of being a comedian, he was homeless. But once he got that paycheck from one of his speaking or comedian gigs, he knew this was the opportunity for him. And then what he did was he actually quit his job. And even though it was a tough battle to get there, He's hung on to that thought. And that is also what's very important. If you have a dream or profession that you want to pursue, it's not going to be easy to get there. My overall journey in terms of getting to NASA was not a straight path. It was many different zigzags. But what you have to do is, is you have to remain on Faith Street. If God has put in your imagination that you are going to do this, then you have to not only go for it, but you also have to rely on him because he will guide you towards that opportunity. And he'll put you up to challenges so that way you can be ready for it. But then again, you just have to make sure that you don't go off of Faith Street all because it doesn't happen. I know sometimes I've gotten impatient with saying, you know, oh, why haven't I gotten this NASA job yet? I should have had it by now. Well, That's not necessarily the case. The dream job or opportunity comes on his timetable, not yours. So that is definitely something that, you know, you need to consider. But again, if you are someone who is creative and wants to step outside of their comfort zone and take that leap of faith, now is the time because you do not want to leave this world with any regrets. And I also got inside my head, uh, Shauna, that I want to be an astronaut. The next dream that I have is going to space going to moon going to the moon and even to mars so i'm going to pursue that so you just have to trust the process and trust god's instincts and you know his willingness for guidance and then you will get there and because i trusted his faith and guidance and took that leap of faith look at where i am now and every single time he wakes you up in the morning He still has a plan for you that you should pursue. So don't be afraid to just knock it out of the park. Take that leap of faith. Dare the mighty things as we say at NASA and explore the unknown.
0: Yes. So if you've got that, use your imagination to make that happen. So if you've got something needling you, use your imagination, start imagining what it is and how you might get there. And that's how you're going to make it happen. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for being here, Jason. I appreciate you.
1: Thank you, Sean. Again, it was a huge honor to be on your podcast and to share my story. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to jump on over to Instagram and follow us at the.grit.show. And if you aren't already following Authentic Connections Podcast Network at 37 by 27, you should definitely be doing that as well. Don't forget, you are the only one of you that this world has got. And that means something. I'll be here next Tuesday. I hope you are too.